0: Welcome to the Outsourcing Pharma podcast. I'm Gareth MacDonald. The contract research sector has woken up to the power of social media and the benefits it can bring to the drug research process. I spoke with Brian Lowe from online patient network Inspire, who explained that patient recruitment is one of the areas of contract research where social media is having a real impact. How much potential do social medias have for improving the patient recruitment process for clinical trials?
1: We think it has a great deal. Um, Part of what makes it different is not just, it's not simply access to large numbers of patients, but the fact that those patients are deciding on their own to participate in clinical trials. And I think that um, that goes even a step beyond sort of normal permission-based marketing because you have, in our case, patients who are raising their hand and volunteering and saying, um, I've read about this trial, and I'd like to participate in it. And the result of that is that the patients who then enter the the screening or pre-screening process are um, knowledgeable, they're engaged, and they're actively seeking participation.
0: So they've done something of the the selection work themselves, just by saying that they will participate in a study.
1: Exactly, exactly. So you solve much of you solve much of the permission problem, as well as. Uh, reaching, you know, targeted patients who are sort of actively involved in their condition. And the combination of those two things, as well as the numbers that, the, you know, the simple numbers that you can reach through appropriate social media means that it uh, it can be quite a good channel.
0: Okay, then. How have the contract research and pharmaceutical sectors embraced this sort of technology?
1: Well, I think um, I think we should make a little distinction between broad social media and niche social media um, so broad things like, like Facebook um, which I think are quite different from disease-specific communities and so if you have these niche communities where you have thousands of say lung cancer patients or ovarian cancer patients um, that's I think more effective and focused than sort of broad brush you know um, horizontal style social media Um but to answer your question specifically, I think you're beginning to see in the past, say, two years, uh, industry really changing uh, their attitude towards it. I think there was an education process for everyone, um, and then initially, you know, concerns about legal and regulatory uh, issues. And I think what we see now is that industry um, is beginning to in- embrace this, and and they're you know rightfully cautious and careful about doing so in ways that are uh, appropriate from a regulatory perspective.
0: So you mentioned uh, being cautious there. Are there any specific pitfalls that CROs should keep in mind when adopting this this type of approach?
1: I think part of what CROs are, are, are dealing with, as well as pharma companies, is there's some concern um, about not about accessing patients who are in social networks as much as whether or not. Um, they want to participate in these social networks and i think there is a line which is not been made particularly clear for them by by fda there are some concerns uh, uh, about fda that are still difficult to resolve for for farmers and seros and i this is a case where the fda could help us all by being clear about what is okay and what is not okay and i think the absence of that clarity is making it difficult for for industry. Um, Because I think industry very much wants to do the right thing. They're absolutely motivated in the the appropriate way. But unfortunately, I think many of them are left to have to um, divine what is okay and what is not okay. And in the absence of clarity, they often take the most conservative position, which is, you know, I think often more conservative than is good for the, you know, for the progress of research.
0: So this is obviously an evolving process then. How else can social media be beneficial for patients? Well, this is,
1: this is uh, very straightforward. Patients, and, and as well as caregivers and family members, um, engage in you know, conversation about their, their conditions. And they help each other a great deal. Um, in Inspire, we see patients engaging with each other to help with all, of, all sorts of um, practical and emotional issues surrounding their disease. And, um, they help each other a great deal. I think, interestingly, patients um, look to one another, not as substitutes for physicians or the doctor-patient relationship, but rather to deal with many of the sort of practical issues of uh, facing their disease. Um, for patients, it's extremely, it's extremely
0: helpful and productive. Brian, thank you very much for sharing these insights today. For outsourcing Pharma, this is Gareth McDonald.